Welcome to the What A Man podcast. It is Ben Jordan here, a.k.a. Bendigo. And I'm with your boy... Troy, a.k.a. Big Papa Goose, a.k.a. Matthew Bird. A.k.a. <laughs> okay. So we're, we're just uh, backstage here at the Future Show in uh, Mansfield. Sutton in Ashfield. Sutton in Ashfield, Mansfield, yeah, all right, yeah. And uh, I've just had a, had a fatal four-way match and uh, your boy has had a open challenge. <laughs> Tell us about that. Uh, so, yeah, it was an open challenge. Uh, the guy got jump-started before the match even started and, yeah, and that was it. That was, I asked him if he wanted the match, the ref called it off. Um, I think you'll find I tend to have a lot of spots in shows like this where I go, I do not wrestle and... <laughs> Uh, yeah. tell, tell us about your finish. Tell us about the finish. Um, I don't know. It wasn't me. It wasn't me there, was it? No, your finish. Your finish. Oh, my finish. Your actual finish. Oh, it depends <laughs> where you are. Uh, more often than not, you'll find low blow roll up tends to work very well. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we're you know pro team in in and out of uh, House of Pain and Inside Future. Talk talk to us a little bit about how you uh, started that because it was your idea, wasn't it? Really. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, the original idea was, I can't remember when I came up with the name for it, but before I even had the gimmick of the whole yeah. bro science gym rat gimmick, uh, I, heard, I came up with the name of, I think it was Protein Protein in my head and um, ended up basing the gimmick off of that. I, ended up, yeah. I dropped the protein bit because that was just, <laughs> it was too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so... You've had, many, you've had many partners over the years. <laughs> many partners. I've, I've had, I think, seven people have been part of Protein Us. Obviously, myself, yeah. you, Niall, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nathaniel and Shauna. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cameron, obviously. <laughs> My, Where is Cameron? Cameron, uh, <laughs> witness protection, I think. Had his, yeah, had our debut match together, and then uh, he disappeared off the face of the earth, um, leaving me to try and have to find out how to be a singles wrestler. Yeah. Saying that, our my second match, our second match, we yeah. had together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before probably about as a tag. Yeah, about Jeez. half a year before we came a team. God, how long ago was that? Now we debuted when July first, uh, two thousand seven. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. Yeah, Not that much of a veteran. <laughs> yeah. So one year, uh, our one year anniversary was uh, when our first and only shot at the House of Pain tag titles. Yeah, it was. Against, yeah. Uh, G Wizard and Lucas Archer. G Wizard and Lucas Archer. Man, that was a good match. Oh, I enjoyed really that. Enjoyed that yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You've had a bit of an interesting story coming into wrestling, haven't you? It's been a bit different. You went went down a different route, MMA and all that. Oh, it's a. I wouldn't even call it a different route. A lot of people told that they. A lot of people um, doing it now, isn't there? Right. A lot of people say they do it. It's the well, whole yeah. CM Punk thing where, yeah. oh no, I've trained in Muay Thai or I've trained in mixed martial arts. But uh, I trained, uh, I trained for about seven years. Uh, the the last three of those years uh, in mixed martial arts, Muay Thai, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, all that sort of stuff. Um, you did all of that stuff, like just casually training. You, you, yeah. You, you, you went to like one gym and then you you trained in like lots of different ways, or. Yeah, uh, so the mixed martial arts is MMA. Everyone thinks it's yeah. one individual thing. It's by definition, it is several martial arts. I see. Like always, my interpretation of it was like someone, you know, like Ronda Rousey came in it with judo, yeah. and then she trained to mixed martial arts kind of thing. But like, you didn't have like a specific background. Oh, you... I did actually. Yeah. I went. Uh, I went individual first. I first started out at a uh, place in Doncaster, my hometown, um, working. Well, the first is that where is that where the dog is. Oh, of course, uh, Barney, aka Barnstormer. Barnstormer, yeah, yeah. yeah and and uh, Henrietta, who's my brother's dog, who's actually called Henry. Uh, not as, not as uh, 
cut to your name, unfortunately. No, but no. Um, I'm guessing it's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so I started out uh, doing a lesson in Muay Thai and a lesson in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under the banner of Jeet Kune Do, um, which is the whole Bruce Lee thing, but don't buy into all that. Okay. Uh, under a guy called Mick Shaw and uh, did that for about three years then went to Loughborough University did another year there under Judo Jimmy Wallhead uh, who's... I forget you came to Loughborough University I went to Loughborough University yeah, well. I, went, I for, that. went for only a year though dropped out and then went yeah. to York University for a year and dropped out <laughs> uh, but I was in York for three years and uh, ended up coaching the mixed martial arts team there because um, just because they didn't have anybody with more experience than me there jeez how long have you been training? By so that I, point? I was training, so I'd trained for four years by that point, right, an extra yeah. three years coaching, and, um, and that was, yeah, so after that, I kind of, I got tired of coaching, running a club, and training all at the same time, I, just, I kind of fell out of love with it a bit, so I moved to Nottingham, and uh, planned on doing this only for like a year or so, just as yeah. a, just to kind of refresh my mind from the entirety of uh, mixed martial arts and get back into it, because I still love it. I yeah, still, yeah. But I just don't have the money or the time to different, do both. Different skill as well, something else to add to the repertoire, isn't it? Oh, yeah, but so. saying that, I very rarely use it, because I first yeah. thought that I'd use it a lot coming in, but you have the familiarity of uh, moving around somebody else in the ring, but um, obviously House of Pain also has a Visage, who had a heavy theatre background, and yeah. I guarantee if you ask... Uh, anyone and you can see that just from how successful he is yeah yeah that having a theatre background is so much more uh, useful in the world of wrestling than a uh, background in mixed martial arts you reckon well definitely it's all showmanship yeah a lot of it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the only yeah. the unless you're like Alistair Black levels of kickboxer where you can make your kicks look so ridiculously accurate while still being safe there's, there's not really much yeah I was watching um, uh, uh, Matt Riddle, but I can't remember the uh, like the Bra- Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy on NXT. Did you see that match? I don't know if there's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy on NXT. Well, he's like a, or a karate, I don't know what. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know. The only guy I can think of who looks like he does MMA stuff is Kyle O'Reilly. Because I love Kyle O'Reilly, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's not, it's not him, but there was, there was another guy who's got like similar background, and they had this proper, it was like wrestling MMA match and it ended with uh, Riddle kind of KOing him but got ground and pound style, yeah, yeah but there was no like, there were, it, it, well obviously Riddle's got a hell of a lot of showmanship to him but I, I don't know how that you know because it was a, just a proper MMA match really in a wrestling ring which was bizarre it's but, I've, I've not cracked how to do that there's only a few people I know who I've seen who can make wrestling look exactly like what I used to see uh, yeah. back when I was training uh, the, the only guy I know at our schools who looks like that is uh, Alex Gracie so uh, he yeah. was what he can do when I've seen him work just on the fly it looks ridiculous it's um, I'd love to know how to work like that but it's it's time and dedication yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. which uh, obviously a full time job exactly yeah for sure for sure obviously so, he does have one just saying, <laughs> not, well, yeah. not saying he's bunk enough to <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's must just, work all hours yeah he's very talented <clears throat> and very driven yeah. yeah so you are the current House of Pain heavyweight <laughs> championship. Talk to us. Like, how how did that come around? How did that happen? Just like, did you get a message? Like, what happened? Talk to us. Well, the original plan for a long time was uh, that the team would take the tag belts. Yeah. So pro, pro team at uh, House of Pain. Unfortunately, you had to take some time off. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then it was and Nathaniel and Shauna at the same time as well uh, had to go. So it was just me and Niall, and it ended up. It ended up, I can't remember when or how I first heard it, but I can remember hearing it and thinking, oh, this is a, one of Styx's ideas where it changes 
tw- <laughs> 20 times in the space of a month. Um, it must be hard for him. Like, there's so many people. Oh, yeah. It's going to change, isn't it? You will yeah. eight shows a month, and the basis of your school is the basis of your shows are to train the people yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I can remember hearing about it, and then I heard, oh, you know, you'll win the uh, Christmas Rumble. This was like in summertime, though, and I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, it'll happen. Go on then. Yeah, yeah. It kept going, kept going, and then gets to the day of the Rumble. And I didn't, genuinely did not believe I was going to win the Rumble until the day of the Rumble. And I did not believe I was going to win the belt until the day of the belt. Yeah. Um, Things can change so fast, though, can't they? Like, oh, definitely. Yeah. But the, th- the thing is, still, uh, at the time, it was uh, Diamond Dave Andrews, DDA, who was the, uh, who was the champion who. Like everybody loves so much and you can tell uh, you know it would have been nice to see him have the belt a while longer because he was the the matches he was putting on was ridiculously just you could tell he was so proud to have that belt yeah yeah uh, i'd have loved to have seen him have it a little longer but same same mentality means that if everyone's loving it that much that's the perfect time to get absolutely i was just about to say like that is the perfect time to take the belt when a baby face is just so hot yeah it's a lot so. it's a lot to live up to and obviously i've worked with him a bit since then and uh, obviously there's well even before winning the belt off him there's there's nothing to not love about dda at least he's so incredibly talented yeah 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 either way um winning winning the belt um it felt so much pressure at the time. I didn't. Like to, I didn't really enjoy the experience. Weirdly enough. What like you lifted the belt and that you didn't enjoy that moment. Yeah, I am. Um, how the the moves I used in that match just didn't click well for me. It come just after a match. It was really really good between uh, Tank and um, DDA. Uh, oh, uh, you cashed in, didn't you? Yeah, yeah it was yeah, it was yeah. a cash in, cash in job straight after the match. And, yeah. Uh, you could see uh, there was a because I wasn't coming through the entrance. I was coming through like the the main door of the place. Right. And uh, you could see because um, essentially I didn't want people to leave with it being the main event. I didn't want people to leave. I wanted them to come out, see me there, stay, run in, cash yeah. in. But um, one of our so Spike Cage, Steve Warner, his uh, his daughter, looked through the uh, looked through the door and saw me there, and you could oh. see her just. And she's only, she's tiny blessing. She's yeah. so precious. And she was just there like, please, please, no. Like, oh. <laughs> that just, heartbreaking moment. It felt so much pressure. And uh, yeah. for anybody who's never seen uh, what I do or heard about what I do, pressured wrestling yeah. is, <laughs> is, not, is not what I do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like, where, where are you thinking then now? Like, obviously, Pro Team is uh, in House of Pain. It is in future and hope wrestling and um, what's what's next what are you what's what's on the horizon kind of thing uh, so i've had talks with uh basically i put a post out a while ago doing the standard oh please can you help me get booked <laughs> man isn't it hard it's horrible it's, it's so horrible it's, isn't it? it's a horrible thing because you never get any interest off of the post but you think yeah. you hope maybe a few people will see it yeah and you hope maybe a few people with your best intentions will give you some information yeah and that is exactly what happened because i can't there's so much wrestling going on nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You cannot get yourself everywhere. And uh, I fully believe that the best way of getting into places is to have someone vouch for you. Definitely. Like, I mean, you know, even here, future Kingo. Yeah, exactly. Big props to Kingo. Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't be here without without him. So well, He's put a lot of time and effort into a lot of us. At, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it, I just found that if, if you're going to try and get somewhere else, then it, you need somebody who's already on those shows to be able to get in there because they need to know the promoter. Like, for me, obviously, Sticks helped me with Target. 
Um, you know, obviously you've gone down to where did you go down to recently? You went down to uh, that was PW View. Yeah. Um, the a few people told me about that one to be fair, but mainly uh, Mark Lawler. So uh, yeah. Yeah, Mark but he's been there. down there for years, isn't he? So yeah, hopefully so, he gets you on that, and then yeah, hopefully you can start flying. Yeah, so either way, you you open up doors, and then it's just about showing your face. Fortunately, I managed to get a car recently, so uh, for the first time ever, yeah. I can drive everywhere. <laughs> uh, I Cram offer, it full of people. <laughs> exactly, I just offer lifts to people. Say so yeah. if you want to get yourself down, and I just uh, I hope that it pays off because I've I've not been showing my face, which means that I was never going to get booked no. until no. this point. Yeah. Um, I hope it works out for me. I feel like I'm in a space where I can start branching out again. I've, uh, I've had a talk with a couple of people. Um, one of them pitched... Uh, <laughs> basically, I, I like to pride myself on character work, so I just keep my mind open and I say, if you want me to work a specific gimmick, tell me, and I'll work anything yeah. that you want me to. Even a goose. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was me. Big Puffer Goose is a, uh, long, is a long-standing nickname of mine. Yeah. Uh, it was way ages before wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, what, what, like, you, you came in with a clear, like, gimmick and, like, clear entrance music. You, you've got a clear style, like, like that, that came about from your previous experience in MMA or, like, just, be, just being a goof at uni or what? Well, the, very little of my MMA actually comes into it. There's, um, it was after a few months I started working in the moveset yeah. just because I found, for the safety of making my moves look good, shoot throws are the safest way you can go because yeah, okay. even if they don't know how to take it you can still make it look good make it safe yeah and uh, basically make yourself look better but yeah i came in originally i thought you know I, I might use the mma and see like have that sort of gimmick and about a month into training i just went no nah, sack that off <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, as a person i'm much more naturally i like to joke i like to i like to joke about myself yeah. i don't like to take myself too seriously uh, for better or worse sometimes <laughs> and um, I just feel like it does feel like a part of myself out there that's that's the thing yeah that's yeah. the most important thing I think I, I tend to think like it's, it's you out there but like a hyped up version of you like you, you take like a strand of your characteristic whether that's like for me I'm you know I'm confident I'm a bit more like you know Jack Jack the Lad kind of thing but like you elevate that to such a level. Of course. So, like, your jokey side, you elevate that to, like, such a level that it's almost you're like a superhero in that <laughs> characteristic. Yeah, I don't it's, know, it's, it's hard to explain, isn't it? Well, to me, wrestling, you'll hear plenty of people say plenty of different things about what wrestling is. Uh, some people will say it's a sport. Yeah. Some people will say it's dancing. Some people will say it's fake. Ah, <laughs> I don't use that word. <laughs> to me, wrestling has always been pantomime. Yeah. Um, obviously, not every time. Like yep. same matches. Yeah, different different venues. You'll go out and you'll work different sorts of matches. But nine times out of ten, family family shows want to man. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about that actually earlier. Like people understand the good but good guy bad guy situation. Oh, people get that, and people like they want that. They that's how they can easily respond to what is going on in the ring. Good guy, bad guy, and like I know wrestling is changing a little bit with that, and you you're kind of getting a bit of blend of characters and that kind of stuff. But ultimately, it starts with a good guy and it starts with a bad guy. Hmm. And it's like good v evil. So. Yeah. That's everything that we do out there should be about making what we do accessible to the audience. Yeah. If yeah. the audience do not understand what is going on, you will not get a match that gets uh, that good people reaction. enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why one time out of ten, you'll get that crowd 
that know all about wrestling, that know all about the characters, that want that sort of yeah. really intense sort of thing. But most, more often than not, I mean, go to places like Megaslam, they'll tell you that Panto is what is is what people want more. Yeah, often yeah. Not. Especially kids. I mean, they're only young, bless them. True. Talking of kids, I ran into a kid, didn't I, in... Uh, in um uh, no, it's just south of Mansfield who told me about you and he said that he went to uh, he went to a future show and uh, he said oh yeah I love I love wrestling I love uh, that tiny town man <laughs> and I was like tiny town man because this was the point where I was just slightly off uh, off wrestling but coming back and I was like tiny town man have I missed something <laughs> and uh, sure enough tiny town man that is you yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> how I don't know, I found a little yellow in towel. In fact, look, just for anybody, you know, <laughs> you can't see this, I'm literally waving. This is, this is what Troy's it sounds like. tiny towel. Oh, yeah. That's there what he go. dries himself with uh, <laughs> on, a, on a nightly basis. I don't know why I'm touching it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like with you any- just went to the ring with it? What? Yeah, like, like with anything else, uh, you, you perfect your look. I say perfect, you constantly work on your look. Yeah, yeah. Um, you find things that work for you. Uh, I found going out with this little yellow towel worked well for me and people kind of latched onto it. It was actually based on a match I did with a guy called Kent Nelson. Oh, yeah. Because um, I was meant to have a match with Mark Lezek, um, who helped me out with the PW for you. Yeah. Uh, and he uh, he had to pull out last minute. He pulled out on the day and uh, went to Kent Nelson instead. He had, like, serious issues. He did, like, have a good reason yeah. to pull out before, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. before it sounds like I'm still doing him. I love the guy. <laughs> uh, Just Kent... scra- scratch that. Scratch that. <laughs> but Kent Nelson, he, uh, he, the only thing I knew about him was I saw a picture of him with a towel. Right. And I had my towel, and I got there, and I went, basically, when I first met him, I'm like, should we work a match around, do you fancy working the matches into the towel? And he'd stopped using the towel at this point. Apparently also because his towel got quite over. <laughs> ah, brilliant. But we noticed that my towel was slightly smaller than his. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kent Nelson, if you don't know the wrestler, there is a certain um, stereotype <laughs> of me having a smaller towel than him. Yes. Uh, we got Scotty. in the ring. We, uh, we compared towel sizes. Uh, and I've been making nothing but euphemisms ever since. Um, <laughs> it, it's just clutched on, yeah. Yeah, man, I, was, I, was, I literally, we we're just out there now, and uh, literally one of the first things the crowd are chanting as soon as Troy walks out is, Tiny Joe. <laughs> it's, it's good to have a chant. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. if it is about something so incredibly nonsensical. <laughs> <laughs> so then, to, like, you know, let's go a little bit to uh, House of Pain and yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, you've been there for two years. Um, yeah, you must have had countless matches there. You got a favourite? You got anything that's like, that stand out? Anything that you think, yeah, you know what? That, that was bang on. That, that was a match that I really enjoyed. Two matches that there's a lot of matches that come to mind, but there's two specific matches that come to mind. Um, so actually, I'll throw out three. One, <laughs> sorry, yes. so indecisive. So one, my first big like heavy match where I was literally just wrestling and there was no massive gimmick to it yeah. was a, a match I had with uh, Carl Kingsley uh, recently uh, when I first won the belt. That. Um, was that for the championship that one? Yeah, yeah. Dust, dusty finish aside, I really I enjoyed what I did out there and I enjoyed actually doing a different style of wrestling to usual. Yeah. However, um, top two matches that come to my head. One is a uh, match I had, it, genuinely probably the most humbling moment I ever had as well in uh, wrestling. Um, it wasn't winning the belt, it was when a wrestler called Felony um, 
asked me yeah. a bit in advance if uh, if I'd like to be her last match before she retired. Wow. Uh, yeah. So felony. Um, first first time I heard of felony, she was uh, she's like a five foot yeah. five foot nothing. Uh, <laughs> she's tiny. Playing a playing a zombie girl. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, first time I heard this, I thought, oh, that's gonna be that's just gonna be rubbish. I know it's gonna be rubbish. <laughs> uh, but you watched her, and she th- there was something about her. She caught your attention. She was so. The crowd loved it. She was great. You were t- you were saying that, that about your look and constantly working on your look. That girl's look, right? If you buy into what you're doing, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You can do the most ridiculous thing in the world, yeah. and people will buy into it if yeah. you buy into it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that was that was a great match. I really thought I was going to lose that match as well. Uh, <laughs> I got told that I was going to win it, and I had no idea. So we did a Halloween street fight. Nice. It's her last match, and uh, the finish to the match, I had uh, I had Niall out there with me. Yeah. Uh, so another member of pro team. Uh, who I absolutely love. He's uh, yeah, yeah. There's he's just so good at what he does. Um, he is, isn't he? Yeah, it was uh, yeah. uh, the only time I've almost broken a match. I think I actually did break in a match. Was he? Uh, he ran and hid from her uh, behind the tuck shop and started <laughs> peeking up and throwing packets of crisps. <laughs> which was, only only in wrestling could that happen. It it was, <laughs> I almost broke, but it happened. Um, yeah, yeah. But the the entire match was absolutely ridiculous. Um, I ended up winning the match by. Me and Niall taping her hands to the ground, <laughs> crucifix style, and both oh, pinning her for the three. Uh, yeah, so it was absolutely ridiculous, but I loved it. Yeah, but yeah. My all-time favorite in terms of uh, wrestling, I still think, is a uh, six-man. Yeah. Uh, six-man at uh, Beeston for House of Pain, where it was myself, you, and uh, Zach Northern. Yeah. Against uh, so three a very rare occasion where it's a six-man with three members of pro team. Yeah. <laughs> Against, happens, is it? against uh, the guys who I still believe should be called the sweet life of Zach and Riley. That's the, the Heartbreakers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, along with uh, Sage Malik, who is just... I, I love Sage. Yeah, yeah. But, he, he's good. But yeah, six man. And I've watched that match back so many times. I loved every moment of it. To be Do you know, I've lost that match. Oh, so have you? I've, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a new phone um, and I lost, I, I lost all of my... Um, hyperlinked Links. matches. Oh, save on YouTube. Save on YouTube. Well, everyone, they're, they're, somebody else is filming. They're not man filming. I've just got to go back through and try and find them all. That's the thing. I just lost them. But yeah, if you can send that to me, that'd be, I'd love that. Yeah, of course. I, I tend to, I tend to send links and matches between my normal account and my gimmick account. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know I'm never going to talk to myself unless it's a link. So well, uh, why, why, why did you, why did you create a gimmick account? Like, what happened there? Like, because I, I've got obviously um, like a business page type thing that yeah. I use. I don't use a gimmick account. I use a business page but like why did you feel the need to set up like two accounts what was there well i set up the business page first and uh, i couldn't comment on anything from it because i don't have a computer i only right. have my phone couldn't comment on anything from it and i ended up uh, just kind of creating the normal page just so i could comment and interact with people more i'm not sure if it's the right thing to do I still, i'm still not sure if it was the right thing to do yeah yeah but um seems to work well for me because i was doing a lot of online material at the time doing a lot of uh, promos yeah um, God, one of your promos took off, didn't it? I can't remember which one it was. It got ended up with like thousands of views. Oh, was it Hannah slapping me? Yeah, that one. <laughs> that oh, one always man. seems to do well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you just set it up just because you couldn't comment on things. Yeah, essentially, okay. that yeah, was that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seems to be working. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Cool. So, um, I mean, we're pretty much like that is about half hour. So it's yeah. decent, decent we've, chat. We've got a match to be involved in as well, haven't we? 
we're meant to be out there. We, we can't, are we? meant to be out there, so we're going to have to cut this short. Right. Uh, cheers, but, guys. You know, cheers. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the uh, What A Man podcast by Bendigo and your boy Troy here. Uh, yep. Join us next time. Cheers.